Welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I am here throughout the week giving you news and updates on crypto and Web3. <coughs> Today's news stories are... Well, it's really just one important thing. As you can see, I'm still on vacation, so I'm going to make this quick and I'm as quick as I possibly can. Cynthia Loomis, uh, the senator from Wyoming, who is <clears throat> also known as Crypto Mom, uh, she's been very friendly to the crypto community, has put forth a bill. And while it is not expected to get passed before midterm elections, it is expected to set a, a, a talking point or a base layer for, for, for actually come up with with legislation for the crypto industry. So uh, before I get into that, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you like the shorter videos, let me know. Um, yeah, I'd like to know what you think about this new vibe that that I'm doing on these videos. Um, anyway, so this is not financial advice. It's for entertainment purposes only. You can use the link, links below to do your own research. Okay, so this week, there's a consensus. is the second biggest event in crypto, and it's happening in Austin, Texas. So I'll, I'll, I'll be talking about that after the fact. Like, let's just, like, let it happen, and let's, like, let's get all the uh, reports coming in, and then I'll handpick the most important pieces that I think, and I'll explain and editorialize them uh, for you later. Okay. Okay, so sit. I'm gonna just share my screen and let's see how we do this. Dun, dun, dun. All right, share screen. Bam. All right, so I am. I thought I thought that there was a really important uh, piece of news to talk with you all about. Obviously, it's so important. I want to bring it up on my vacation. <clears throat> I thought this article by Decrypt uh, was the best. It's uh, author Jeff John Roberts reporting for Decrypt. Senator, or sorry, Senate bill would end SEC's oversight of most crypto, create a $200 tax exemption. Now, while this is important, let me just come over here. Uh, I'm going to also pull up the actual uh, summary of the bill as well, because this article talks a lot, a lot of things, but it doesn't get into some of the most important things. And as you, and I'm sure as you, uh, if you've been paying attention, uh, we've been having this security versus commodity argument. So that's like the number one biggest argument that's being had, uh, that and how to manage stable coins. And uh, the industry does want these change, does want some sort of regulation. They want it to be open for innovation, although that's all, that's very, you know, like broad and vague, like what does that even mean? So uh, Cynthia Loomis, and uh, she has a lot of relationships with the crypto industry and she has uh, been at the forefront and Wyoming has some laws that are friendly to crypto and like they have a banking laws and, and uh, so the DAOs are accepted as laws are as accepted as a bit as a legal business entity. A DAO stands for decentralized autonomous organization. So anyway, I'm just going to jump right in and talk about what this bill does and what it says it's going to do and like what the rules are going to be and whatever. So you can know what how, what people are looking at and I'll explain it best I can as quickly as I can. So it's called the Responsible Financial Innovation Act. Uh, they talk about no obligation to report gains of $200 or less. I don't know why that's important, uh, but that's on there. Anyway, the most important, I want to just jump right into the most important part. The 
is they're going to switch as the title of this article says they're going to switch the the oversight and make it a cftc space no more arguing who uh, is going to is going to be regulating this space he said cftc will regulate all non-securities so we still need to talk about what is the security and what is a commodity as well as uh ancillary assets ancillary assets so ancillary assets i think are it's important to to explain this all right so an ancillary asset are those which are not fully decentralized like bitcoin here i'll pull this up so you can read along with me and if you're listening on podcasts just uh follow along and all right, so here you go. According to the bill summary, which I'll pull up in a second, ancillary assets are those which are not fully decentralized, like Bitcoin. I don't know. Uh, well, now we need to understand what centralized means. And I'm sure there's some specific measurement there. But if there's if this article is saying that Bitcoin is not fully decentralized, then what does what is fully decentralized? But also do not, but it also does not create rights to profits or other financial interests in a business entity. So whether or not it's decentralized, it's whether it's decentralized or not can be less of a conversation and be more about the rights that you get by holding crypto. So so the SEC has been trying to say that that owning crypto, buying crypto is the same thing as buying stocks in a company. And I would say that there's a really strong argument there. And I understand why this argument's being made, because when you buy, when you buy certain cryptocurrencies, you are buying it, not Bitcoin, not even Ethereum, but like if you buy, let's say, um, Axie Infinity, AXS token. When I buy the AXS token, I get governance rights. I get to vote in changes to the protocols and to the game. So, and I also, I'm also buying this because I think that the game is going to be successful. But in order for the game to be successful, then the company that built it has to be successful. Therefore, I'm investing in a team of people. I'm investing in a group. I get, so, and, and now, I don't get any profits. Um, I do get staking rewards, but those aren't considered profits. So I don't get any profits, but um, I do have a financial interest in a business entity, kind of like if I have governance, if I have a say. So that sounds to me like a stock. And uh, don't be upset if you don't like the explanation, but that's kind of how I see it. And so, so this is saying like, if you don't have uh, rights to profits or other financial interests in a business entity, then this is totally regulated by the CFTC. Uh, but if it's like Axie Infinity, maybe Axie Infinity tokens, maybe the AXS token is a security, uh, but maybe the in-game tokens that you win for playing, they are would not be a security. They would just be a commodity or currency that can be used inside the game. Okay, this all this stuff is kind of confusing. So if you're not following me, just like ask me questions and I am more than happy to answer. So this also says that um, to be ancillary, an ancillary asset, you must file an biannual disclosure, or every two years you have to file disclosures on like how many tokens you have just to help with transparency. And also the industry would fund the expansion of the CFTC like the SEC does with fines and fees. Like the SEC is, uh, they get a lot of funding through the fines that they issue and the fees that they issue. All right, so let's jump in. I'm gonna pull up the bill. Um, regulation on stable coins. 
And I'm telling you, this is very important because this is most likely going to give you an idea of what to expect coming post midterm elections, unless all the pro crypto people get voted out, which I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. So section 601, issuance of payment stablecoins. Loomis and Gillibrand requires all issuers of payment stablecoins to maintain high quality liquid assets valued at 100% of face value of all outstanding payment stablecoins. Let me just highlight this. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that you can't say you have a million dollars, you've issued $1 million worth of stablecoins, but you only have $900,000. You have to have assets. They have to be high quality liquid assets. So I'm sure in the more depth of the language there is, or there, of the bill, there's more language to tell you what is a high quality liquid asset. But basically there has to be something backing it. No more algorithmic stable coins is how I also read that. So no more Terra. Uh, that crash that I would talk about forever. Provide public disclosures on the assets backing the stablecoins. So transparency, you have to get audits just like banks do. They have to say what's in their bank accounts. Have the ability to redeem all outstanding payment stablecoins at par in legal tender, which means you got to people need to be able to go and cash out with no problem. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of stress test on that. Like, what does that even mean? And like, how what how liquid is liquid really? Anyway, so I think that's a really important uh, piece of information. Also, there's some uh, money for studies in this uh, for to study the environmental impact of proof of work mining and its actual energy use instead of all these different people measuring it. And they're going to create like a one place where they're responsible for measuring what is actually the truth here. Uh, I want to get to the bottom of that. Uh, also, it's going to allow crypto and retirement accounts. That gives the DAO's legal status. So basically you can create a DAO, which is an autonomous organization that government governance is all programmed in uh, into it, kind of like an HOA, uh, except for you need don't really need that many humans, uh, if any, involved only in, to participate in the actual government. So this structure does all the administration of things for you. It's all programmed code. So they're giving the uh, program code coded entity legal status, which is really, really interesting. I'm really excited to see where that goes. Uh, I think that it's too early to say like what exactly uh, does this all mean and understanding it. So I think we're going to just have to wait and see on that one. All right. Now, the most important piece of information, and then I'm going to jump off and get back to that pool behind me that you all see. All right. Section 301, Title Three, Responsible Securities Innovation. For the first time, this is legal clarity for commodities and securities. For the first time, this bill makes a clear distinction between digital assets that are commodities or securities by examining the rights or powers conveyed to the consumer, giving digital asset companies the ability to determine what their regulatory obligations will be. Let's stop right there. So basically, if you want to create a crypto company, you can decide, do you want to be regulated as a, as a security or do you want to be at, by the SEC, which is a lot more invasive and a lot more money to deal with those disclosures and a lot more scrutinous? Or do you want to be regulated by the CFTC? Well, if you do, then you need to take these steps to be regulated by CFTC. You know, you can't, you, you can't, maybe you can't sell them 
a certain way or uh, they can't people can't get any sort of governance rights to 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 the tokens or they can't get any profits i don't know whatever these rules are it just says a giving digital assets come with the ability so let's keep moving on uh giving regulators the clarity they need to enforce existing commodities laws bringing digital assets into regulatory perimeter from the current vacuum. Loomis Gillibrand accomplished this by codifying existing precedents under the Howey test that an ancillary asset defined below, which we talked about earlier, provided to a purchaser under an investment contract is not inherently a security. Okay, so, so you can't just just because there's an investment contract doesn't mean it's a security, which is one of the definitions in the Howey test. So Digital assets, which are not fully decentralized and which benefit from the entrepreneurial and managerial efforts that determine the value of the assets, but do not represent securities because they are not debt or equity or do not create rights to profits, liquidation preferences, or other financial interests in business entity, aka ancillary assets, will be required to furnish disclosures with the SEC twice a year. Ancillary assets and compliance with this, these disclosure requirements are presumed to be a commodity. So let's translate that. That says digital assets, which are not fully decentralized. So it has to be fully decentralized. They, you, you can benefit from the efforts of an entrepreneur or a manager. Okay, so that goes back to the Axie Infinity thing. So they're saying, they're saying, no, actually, it can still be considered a commodity, even if you rely on the success of this managerial team. But because it's not debt and it's not equity, and I do not create rights to profits. Now, if it's equity, what does that mean? What does equity actually mean? Equity means that I own a percentage in the business. If the business gets sold, then I get a piece of that. Well, if the business is sold, my I don't I have my coins. That's what I'll, that's what I got. Like I can still continue to use these coins. Like I don't I like I don't have any value locked in these coins based on the sale of the company. So it's not equity. Uh, it does not create rights to profits, liquidation preference or other. So this is saying that I could have governance. I could still vote. So Axie Infinity Coin could under this be considered a commodity. It is not equity, which means that it is regulated by the CFTC. This is very interesting. Uh, but however, it still does require if you're going, if you are, if you're not fully decentralized and people do rely on the manager or the, or the company to be successful. Well, if that's the case, then you have to do these disclosures, giving the information and basically reasoning why you are still a commodity and you are not a security. That's pretty cool, actually. Okay, moving on. Loomis Gillibrand strengthens our existing laws by, re by requiring tailored disclosures relating to ancillary assets, ensuring consumers have the information they need to make informed financial decisions. So boom, more disclosures, which is what Gary Gensler wants too. So hopefully he can appreciate this, but we should have disclosures. Like there should be a codified, like, like I should know what I'm looking for and I should be able to trust what I'm looking at. You know, you, I've read, read so many white papers and some of these white papers are like, uh, they just go on and on and on and on. And, and they don't really say anything at all. And they don't all have the same information. So it would be have nice to have some standardization and la and moving on this section balances investor protection, the need to provide information to the marketplace and legal certainty for innovators it establishes a procedure for a court to reboot, the presumption that an ancillary asset is a commodity. So you might say you're an ancillary asset, 
and as a commodity, but maybe you're actually security. So there's a process for that. So anyway, uh, what do you think about all this? I think this is, you know, it's a lot of information. It moved. A, I moved a little quickly, but um, you can use link below, links below to read further to get more information. But what do you think about this? I think this is super bullish. I think that this is really good language here. I've listened to some of my YouTubers saying that they don't like this because they think it's a super pro Bitcoin. But the way I read it, I don't read it that way. I think it's pro crypto, pro Web3, but it also brings some responsibility and accountability to the industry. And at a time when we just saw 40, 50, 60 billion dollars wiped out, uh, because of a coin that would not be allowed in under these current rules, it does kind of maybe maybe the timing's good. Anyway, it's not expected to pass uh, because because of the midterm elections. However, it is expected to live on and be they'll be able to start up conversations about this as soon as we get on the other side of other side of things. So in in next year in 2023, expect this stuff to be the stuff that's being talked about. These are the talking points. These are the ideas. This gives you an understanding of how things are moving in the right direction. Do you disagree with me? Do you agree with me? Please let me know. Leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. Have a good weekend. Hot along.